Hello, Hackaroos, it's Mike Murphy. Okay, well, in politics, things happen. Earlier this morning, Paul Begala, David Axelrod, and I recorded a brand new Hacks on Tap that we were just working on editing. Then, shazam, Joe Biden made his pick. Kamala Harris of California will be the VP nominee of the Democratic Party. So we grabbed our other hackaroo friend, Mr. Robert Gibbs, and recorded a short discussion all about that. So here's what we're going to do. A special double, somewhat discombobulated Hacks on Tap. We're going to play this quickie discussion with Gibbs and then the show we recorded earlier this morning before we knew the answer. So here you go. Here's our special, somewhat weird, double header. Hey, pull up a chair. It's Hacks on Tap with David Axelrod and Mike Murphy. Well, the news is in. Joe Biden's made the big pick. It's Senator Kamala Harris of California. I'm here with my crying towel, but guys, tell me what it all means. Well, first we should say we got our buddy Robert Gibbs oh, yeah. here, the, a, a uh, stellar hackeroo. To uh, to analyze all of this, uh, you know, from my standpoint, this was the most conventional choice, uh, and she had been the front runner from the beginning. Checks a lot of boxes for Biden. Uh, he first of all satisfies the uh, the strong desire of many Democrats for a woman of color on the ticket. Uh, she is someone who is well known by dint of having run for president and, and being sen- uh, the senator from a very large state. Um, she, uh, that therefore checks the box of, is she ready to be president? Once you run for president, even if you don't do it particularly well, people think you're ready to be president. Uh, she is, you know, obviously a very charismatic person, telegenic person, good campaigner in that sense, and, uh, good debater. Uh, and, uh, she will, uh, you know, she'll do well in a debate with Mike Pence. She'll be good at bringing the case to, uh, uh, to Trump uh, on the stump. The real question is really the relationship after, uh, because you're not just creating a partnership for three months, you're creating one for four years. And obviously Biden satisfied himself that she, uh, she will play on the team uh, and she will be supportive of him as he was of Obama. And, uh, you know, that was a question. There were other choices who with whom he may have initially felt more comfortable, but the politics always pointed to Kamala Harris. Gibbs? Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I think somebody who's been vetted, somebody who's been through the cauldron of a presidential campaign, though, David, as you said, not having run it particularly well, or she might be sitting there making the pick rather than hoping to be picked. <laughs> um, you know, she's been tested. She's uh, she's run statewide in California, though Murphy will poo-poo that uh, as a Democrat, I understand. Um, and, and I think you touched on it. Look, th- th- she's a good debater. Um, and she'll take the case to Trump. And I think if you look at the, as you mentioned, the next few months, we're going to see this vice presidential nominee less than a handful of times. They're going to give a speech at the convention that will take the case to Trump and make the case for Biden. We'll see this person in, uh, in the debates and she'll do well at both of those. Uh, I agree with you. Look, this is all a little bit like, um, 
like wine. You put it in the bottle and you hope when you uncork it uh, after a few years that it that it tastes really good. And I think that will be interesting because I'm not entirely sure that Biden had a strong personal relationship um, with many of these candidates. But again, I, I think a a a solid pick for vice president and somebody who's answers that question that that is ready and and can take the case to Trump. Well, I'll be the Simon Cowell of America's greatest uh, search for. Well, Democratic. you said uh, before we started rolling that you fell down a flight of stairs, and poor Simon <laughs> is apparently uh, injured as we speak. No, uh, it's true. I guess he was riding an electric bike. I got one of those too, and, and broke his back. I wish him a speedy recovery. I fell down a bunch of granite stairs and took the bump like Sergeant Slaughter and walked away to cheers <laughs> from the audience. Uh, but let me uh, let me quit. I'll make the case for Kamala first to prove I can. She's charismatic. She's generational. Um, she does, if you're of the identity politics theory of this, she does check all the important boxes in this time. Woman, African-American, you know, she, she's got all that. She's a senator. In fact, she's a senator from a megastate, California. She has a law and order-ish background as attorney general in California. So big resume, telegenic. When she's good, she's really good. Those are the pluses. The minuses, why I, one, predicted, wrong yet again, that she wouldn't be picked, and two, why I think she could be a weak vice presidential candidate, is I think she'll make mistakes. In her presidential candidacy, uh, in the primaries, her best day was the day she ripped Joe Biden's face off with kind of a cheap shot. Um, that's gone now and forgiven by Biden, but she does have a tendency. So it will be replayed. Oh, uh, yeah. No, no. The Fox network is now going to be the replay network. But she has the ability to trip and fall like that. Um, there was staff turmoil. Her sister has been difficult for other staffers to work with. So you've got a lot of risk in her in a campaign where if you're Biden, you want the country to go ahead and fire Trump and not give him anything to work with. So she is going to have to be very good at being the Joe Biden of the ticket, like he was for Obama, and falling into line and following orders and not thinking about the primaries, which are coming in three short years to replace Biden. So for all those reasons, I think my advice to the Biden uh, world is staff her well. Put her on a good script with her skills. She can deliver it well. Uh, and as Robert said, don't no need to put her out any more than the minimum sufficient. And don't make it about her. Because the other problem is if they bottle her charm and her upside really well, she will start to diminish Biden a little bit by being a more impressive, flashier, more charismatic candidate. That's not good either. So I think it's a risky choice. I wouldn't have made it, but I, I congratulate her for, for getting a, a job that, if you believe the polling, will you know give her a great chance of making it to the White House in a supporting position. Yeah, I don't. I don't. By the way, particularly, I, I don't know how much uh, the history is not uh, does not suggest that the vice presidential choice is determinative. The thing that makes this one different is Biden's age and the fact that he's not going to in all likelihood, run for re-election in 2024. So you're not only here designating a candidate for vice president, but very likely a nominee for 2024. Robert, I don't see how a vice president, Kamala Harris, uh, you know, fields a, a really serious challenge in the primaries in 2024, given how strong the and, and influential the African-American base is in Democratic primaries, the candidate yes. who gets nominated almost always is the candidate who commands that base. Yes, it's sort of, um, I told somebody about a year and a half ago, tell me who wins South Carolina and I'll put my last $20 on them to be the nominee. Um, 
I would say that is probably absolutely right, uh, assuming that um, all goes as planned. And, you know, who knows? Uh, it Four years is multiple lifetimes in politics. And I think, you know, we, we've touched on this, and I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves here, but, you know, she, she did not perform all that well as a presidential candidate. Um, and I think what will be interesting to watch in the very short term is if you look, and I've, I've gone back and watched a lot of these, the first interviews that the candidate, um, that the presidential candidate and the vice presidential candidate have together generally is 60 minutes. David, you'll remember, uh, I, I sort of, we were sitting on a plane prepping Biden by asking him all these awkward questions uh, right after the end of the Democratic convention to get ready for, for this ourselves. And these interviews focus almost exclusively on where the two candidates don't agree. And, you know, Murphy mentioned this, you both mentioned this, there's going to be a hyper focus on that moment uh, from the presidential debate uh, earlier um, uh, or, or last year. And, and it will be the real focus to watch the body language, the temperament, uh, how each sort of handles the question and what they say. And I think that will set the real tone uh, for how this relationship looks in the short term. It's not particularly hard to navigate, but that will be the one thing that gets picked over and over again, particularly in some of these very initial joint interviews. Well, you know, one of the, and you know, the big question that they have to answer is about that moment. 60 Minutes would replay that moment in the debate. And, um, you know, I, I, they're both pros. They ought to be able to handle that. I've actually, <clears throat> but, go ahead. No, go, go ahead. ahead no. And I've got a pitch on the answer. I'm going to help them out here. To well, show go, ahead and go ahead. I can't, I'm not, I can't wait to hear your pitch. <laughs> No, the the dumb answer is, oh, heck, it was just politics. We're a couple of bullshitters. We didn't mean anything. It's pro wrestling. Uh, now we're fine because we all hate Trump. I, I think that's where a lot of people will say to go. I don't, I don't like that at all. I would say, yeah, we had a real fight. And we were both running from our hearts because this election is so important to replace Trump. But we had a, we, we reconciled. And in that process, I learned that Joe Biden is the guy to reconcile a country that's torn apart. You know, it, he, mm -hmm. he, he really showed a certain grace. He forgave me for my aggression That's as good. a young candidate with ambition. And now we're united in this cause. But making a metaphor for healing the country as they healed their relationship. And now, and now we're on the same bus. Right, exactly. exactly. Murphy, you've got a real future in this democratic politics. Well, thing. just when yeah. I should take a bow. He better, because he doesn't have any future on that side. side him and run out of town, <laughs> tarred and feathered after 30 years and dozens of wins. All right, so here's now I'm going to get us some hostile mail. This is my other uh, uh, note to um, uh, vice presidential uh, nominee Kamala Harris, who I now hope wins, which is, and nobody else in the staff will tell her this, so I will. Work on tone. Too often in debate, she answers questions without meaning to, like a well-to-do patron of a restaurant complaining about the soup. That vicious <laughs> is just too oniony. And she doesn't mean to, but I've seen data. It's a problem. So we need to sneak in the Hollywood performance coach and work on tone a little bit. Trust me, it's needed to get in front of Pence, who's no genius, but he's good at all shucks. And that debate will Murphy be important. just crashed Google as yeah. everyone rushes to look up oniony and vichy <laughs> Yeah, uh, and uh, I think that's that's the other thing. Lay off the vichy and let's go with split pea soup, okay? Well, after Begala last week and the plutocrats, I've been I've been going to the plutocrats guide to fine dining and picking up all kinds <laughs> of new let, let, Let's not lose, though, um, 
as we talk about her, the historic nature of this candidacy, David and I were with um, Barack Obama when he became the first African-American president. And it is a, um, it's life altering, not obviously just for that person, but I, I remember my son at the time, quite young, had a placemat of all the pictures of the presidents. Uh, and the last one obviously is Barack Obama. And he's the only one that looks different than the other, than the preceding 43 people. Uh, she will look different as vice president, not just because she's an African-American, but also because she's a woman. And so this is a, this is, while somewhat conventional in what we've been thinking about over the last two months, a truly historic pick for African-Americans and for women uh, at a time in which they are a the bedrock of the Democratic Party, uh, but just a really important moment for the country. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that it's really important. We've so come to accept that this was a, a likely decision or the most likely decision for Biden that we can lose uh, the import of it, and at a time when the country's been, uh, uh, you know, really, really racked by um, by a, a moment of awareness, uh, a growing awareness of systemic racism uh, and uh, historic barriers that have been set up, this is this is an important moment, and uh, that is, you know, we we would be remiss if we didn't say that, uh, you know, and put our political hats down for a second and say Biden is responding to a historical moment here. And uh, that is also one of the things that she brings to the state. You know, we can dismiss it as identity politics, but we're also a country going through a re uh, an awakening here. And uh, this is the, 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 uh, the uh, breaking of one more barrier. Yeah. No, look, I, uh, in my, is, is noteworthy. In my grumpy Republicanness, my constant complaining about the democratic fetish for identity politics. I agree with that. It is one of the strongest cases for her or would have been for Karen Bass or Val Demings is in this moment, it sends a signal, which is a good signal. So, you know, I think, I think Biden had that instinct and he is kind of a unifier and it, it it's all kind of congruent. It, it also now is incumbent on her though, to really perform, to seize that moment and, uh, and and do well with it, to show a candidate discipline and to put Biden's interest in that of the tickets first. I'll bet she will, but, you know, that's her part of this equation to really excel. And we'll see what happens. We'll be covering her going forward on Hacks on Tap. Yes, we will, with our brother Gibbs here uh, uh, riding along with us. Uh, we, uh, we're going to have a lot to talk about, guys. Excellent. All right, David. I have a late mailbag question from yeah, what's um, that? from many many uh, avid listeners. They, they want to know if they tweet at Murphy, can they still get the six Biden Raimondo <laughs> T-shirts for ten dollars, or is 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 that a, is the special even better now that uh, we, they're down to four ninety nine? Believe me, yeah. We're, we're, we're moving yeah. <laughs> that merch. It's dropping in value quickly. All right. This is it for our little special vice presidential mini episode here, reacting to the pick of Senator Kamala Harris to be Joe Biden's VP. We'll be back with our regularly scheduled uh, Hackaroos next episode. Mm -hmm.